Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast. This is episode 428 for the second of Shvat in a regular year. So Sigmund Freud had a very interesting and somewhat controversial theory called Thanatos. And Thanatos is the Greek word for death. So Freud had this, so originally he actually had this theory of Eros, which was the life instinct, he called it. And he said that humans, and this was something that was commonly understood by many different philosophers and and psychiatrists and psychologists, that there's a certain drive for life that motivates a lot of behavior. And this is what leads us to want to mate with other people, to cooperate with other people, and to survive all of these things. But what Freud started to notice in his research is he he felt through researching different behaviors of people that there's another instinct. There's an instinct towards death. And he called this thanatos, which is the Greek word for death. And he said that this manifests in people through aggression, through risky behavior, like doing things that are really dangerous and through reliving trauma. So, uh, So this is, you know, and he explained a lot of, human behavior in this light that he said that it's not so simple that humans want to survive. They actually, there is a certain part of us that actually wants to die. (laughs) So today we're going to look at all of this through the lens of Tanya and try to understand what exactly are these human instincts? Do we actually have a death instinct? Do we have a life instinct? What is it all about? And we'll actually come to a much deeper understanding of all of this. And just to kind of give like a little bit of a, a, teaser into this is what we'll begin to learn is that uh, the drive to want to escape from the materiality of the world, which Freud may have thought of as a death instinct, actually could be stemming from something much deeper than that, which the Tanya will actually call the life instinct once we understand what true life is. So while, you know, maybe aggression and risky behavior are not positive manifestations of this instinct, there is something there to the human being wanting to, especially a Jew, wanting to escape the boundaries of the physical world and physical reality in recognition that this is not the true reality, but the way that the Tanya refers to this is not as a death instinct, but it's actually a life instinct and will explain how this is and what what this is all about. So let's get into the text. Context, we're beginning a new chapter today, chapter 19 of Lukatea Marm. So it's, so the altar of us starts off by saying, kind of alluding to the fact that this is going to be a continuation from what we've been learning so far, which was, if you remember yesterday's episode and what we've been talking about recently, you can go back 
obviously and listen to those if you haven't already, is we've been talking about this this hidden love that's innate and given to us as an inheritance in every Jew, this hidden love of God that we all possess. And so the Ultra Rebbe begins this chapter 19, and he says in to continue this elucidation of this idea of this hidden innate love of God that every Jew possesses, we must clarify very well that which it says, Ner Hashem Nishmat Adam. So this is a verse from Mishlei, chapter 20, verse 27, which literally means the candle of God is the soul of man. And what this means is that Jewish people, Israel, who are called man, their soul is like the light of a candle. So what does a candle do? What does the flame of a candle do? If you ever look at a flame of a candle, it's not static, right? It's flickering, it's swaying back and forth, and it's moving upwards. And this is the nature of the flame, is to flicker like this and move upwards. Why? Because the light of the of the the fire, it's yearning by nature is to actually be detached from the wick. So it's trying to detach itself from the wick and to connect to its source above in the element of fire, the general element of fire that's underneath the sphere of the moon. And the ultra says this is elucidated upon further in the Itzheim, which is a Kabbalistic book. And even though this if it were to actually, you know, disconnect from the wick, this would cause it to extinguish and it wouldn't be able to light up anything. It wouldn't be able to illuminate anymore below. And even up above, it wouldn't, not only would it not be able to illuminate below, but even above in its source, it would actually become nullified. Its light would become nullified in its source. Um, but nevertheless, even though this is the case that it would become totally extinguished down here and nullified above, above, this is its nature to want to rise back up to its source and separate from the wick. So just like this, the Altarabbas says, this is just like the soul of man, meaning the soul of a Jew. And also the, and that, and he specifies the neshama, which again is like, so if you remember the soul is divided up into three parts, the neshama Ruach and the Nefesh. So he says, this is the nature of the Neshama, and this is also the nature of the Ruach and the nature of the Nefesh. So all aspects of the soul, their yearning and their desire by nature is actually to leave the body and to return back to its source in God, which is the source of all life. Even though what this will mean is that it will become not, not and nothingness and will become totally nullified in its source, and there won't be anything left of it at all in terms of its original existence. Nevertheless, this is its actual will by nature. So this seems to indicate that maybe there was something to Freud's theory, right? This uh, innate desire that we all have, the altar was saying, for our souls to leave our body, even though that would mean that we would actually become extinguished and no longer exist the way that we think of ourselves as existing. But let's read a little further and we'll see that it's actually not so simple. So the ultra right now says that this, when we say nature, that this is its nature, then he says that this, this word nature, we use it as a, a term. This is a term that we use for anything that is not rational. And so what this means is that this desire of the soul 
is not something which is rational. So it's not a rational thing that we want to detach from our bodies and return back to our source and God. So it's actually above knowledge and above rationality, above understanding. And this is the aspect of the chokhmah that is in the nefesh. So this is, remember this chokhmah that we talked about. We talked about this yesterday more. Again, you can listen to that there for a review. This intuition, you know, you can call it, or wisdom. It's hard to translate these terms properly, but it's we, it's chokhmah in Hebrew. And this chokhmah contains within it, because remember we talked about the chokhmah is the chokhmah, the power of what? It is the, the conduit by which it transmits the light of the Ein Sof. So it's it's really, so this power of, you know, this uh, this nature that we all have to uh, of our souls to detach from the body and return to their source, this isn't coming from a rational place. That's what the altar was saying. It's coming from a super rational place. It's coming from the chokhmah, not from the intellect, not from understanding or knowledge. So that's the end of the section for today. And so to bring it all together, uh, was Freud right? Do we really have this death instinct? So it might seem so at first glance, right? That what the Tanya is telling us that actually all of us have this yearning by nature. It's not even a rational yearning. It's something that's just innate in our nature to want to revert back to our source, which would involve leaving our physical bodies and, and reverting back to our source. But as we'll learn tomorrow, so stay tuned for tomorrow, we'll see that in fact, this is not not a death instinct at all. It's actually very, very far from this. It's actually very much a life instinct and wanting to be alive and to connect with the source of all lives. And in fact, the opposite of this, not wanting to do that, that's actually more in the realm of death. So stay tuned. It's a little bit of a cliffhanger uh, to be continued and uh, and we will get into these topics a little bit more tomorrow. So I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.